America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. We have increased seizures of illegal drugs. Shortages of marijuana are now being reported. A dirty war is erupted, sanctioned by the Philippines' new president. His orders to his people and his police kill them. Oh shit. Welcome to the Daily Addict. It's your boy Tim and your boy Dave back in the house. What's up, dog? Nothing, man. Friday. Friday it is. It's been a long week. Long couple weeks, man. We've been super busy. Super busy, dude. I've been doing all these tournaments for the travel teams. You've been doing the tournaments. We've been spending a lot of time out of town. We've been trying to get this stuff done, but we had a couple of good special guests. I thought they did a fine job at, you know, filling in for you because you're a very difficult piece of the puzzle to replace, bro. I'm a difficult person, period. And a difficult piece. Piece. To get. (laughs) (laughs) So, with that being said, um, yeah, it's good to have you back on, dude. Good to see you. Good to be here. And it's good to be talking about the daily addict. The daily addict. It's good to be talking about the war on drugs. There's lots of things going on right now. Um, the World Health Organization um, admitted that they've had the cannabis policy wrong for many decades. And they're going to look back into rescheduling the drug on a worldwide scale. I also see that Mexico is not taking no more money from us for the drug war. God bless you, Mexico. I want to put it to a different methods now. That's good. So they just decided that using our money for the war on drugs is only causing more turmoil in their country probably everything yeah they pretty much ended the war on drugs um, yeah they're they're they got pretty bloody down there the violence escalated the more they pushed the more the cartels pushed but with the well with the world health organization man that's just that's huge news they're talking about um and i don't even have the story in front of me i read it um over the last week and just wanted to talk about how important that was that they want to talk about scheduling that like a schedule five or shouldn't even be scheduled. It should not be scheduled. I agree. There's merit. There's many benefits to cannabis. Not, um, not so much maybe the psychedelic psychedelic part of it or maybe so mentally, I don't know, but there's a lot of um, benefits that they're now starting to, open their mind to and i was thinking about this i think it has to do with the internet i think so i think if i went out on a limb i'm not even going out on a limb no that's dangerous i'm just i'm just yeah (laughs) it'd have to be a fucking major limb (laughs) but for me i have a theory that if the internet was never invented marijuana would not be as acceptable as it is right now. And porn wouldn't be as accessible. 
True. I know that's true. Two good things, man. You'd have if the internet would never came around, you'd have a lot of multi million dollar porn stars still. Yes. Yeah. You'd have like big shots. Because yeah. now anybody can make a porno. They, people do it for free. They get on there for free and just show their ass. You could just go on there and watch it. So, I mean, there's nothing. I'm not judging those people. I'm not saying. And and I don't really know. I just heard <laughs> from someone one time. But, um, yeah, it makes sense because the more people got on the Internet and networked, and uh, figured out a way to legislatively start changing the laws. Um, of course, it'd be legislative if you're trying to. I'm not trying to be redundant, but you get the point. Is that people fought it the right way? They fought it on the level that it was made illegal. They didn't. Um, we didn't have to wait for a bunch of pot smoking politicians to get elected. Instead they went and got lobbyists and did it the right way. But I think that network was made stronger. And I think the acceptance for marijuana, if you look at the acceptance of marijuana from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, right up until now, right now there's like two thirds support for cannabis. And I think that's because people can go on there and see for themselves if they haven't tried it, or maybe it's just in their face a lot because it's a part of pulp uh, pop culture. I mean, It's just a big part of activities. It's a part of music. It's a part of sports. And the internet don't lie. No, never lies. No no lies on there at all. No. You believe everything. So, with that being said, um, this is a good discussion. Just legalize it. Period. 100%. Yeah. With no restrictions. No. But you would... but. But you would put a higher tax on on bongs and shit. You would, I would, if you were running the shit. I would. You get the pot smokers pissed at you, bro. I don't know if they would be. You're right. Maybe they wouldn't. They say, "Hey, weed's totally legal. You can grow it. You can sell it. You can do whatever you want. Doesn't matter." It's kind of kind of supporting the cause, you know. Yeah. It's like growing grapes. Right. Fuck it. I love planet. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I love grape Kush. I love grape, grape. Hmm. I wish I had some really good names for purple weed or for grape weed right now. Grape God. That's one. But with no further ado, we're not going into our first story yet. (laughs) We have to mention that if you are listening to the show for the first time, Or if you're listening, not listening to it the first time, please do us a favor. Go to iTunes, go to Google Plus, Stitcher, Buzzsprout. Are we on SoundCloud? No, no SoundCloud. Well, Spotify. Spotify. Um, Make sure you subscribe to our show. You support the show because it means a lot to us. And you can always see what we're doing on Twitter at Daily Addict Show. And... um, you know what? Just share. Just share. Act like it's a joint and just share it. Yeah. Pass that shit. Just pass that shit along. Yeah. Say. Some of the daily attic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> With no further ado, this time for real, 
we'd like to get into our first story from the Detroit Free Press. The D. And this story has to do with cops saying touching fentanyl is making them sick. Every doctor disputes that, though. The doctors say it's impossible. Yeah. I I don't know. I think things can be absorbed through your skin. I mean, if you got some sweaty-ass hands, I guess. Well, a cop's hands are always sweaty, man. That's a fact. That's true. That's true. I'm Googling that shit right now, and it's true. Um, I don't understand, and I don't even know what I meant by that. If you're a cop, don't get offended, man. We love you. We love you. Sweaty hands and all. Sweaty hands and all. Just wear gloves. That's what's got me thinking about this story is, um, the stories are scary and illustrate how dangerous police work can be. Cops across the nation, including Michigan, overdosing from actually touching fentanyl while searching cars during traffic stops, rendering first aid or rendering first aid. Except toxicologists say the stories are wrong and they're uh, creating unnecessary panic. Touching a small amount of fentanyl won't cause an overdose, experts say. If you could absorb drugs by touching them, why would people bother to inject them? Said Dr. Stolbach. That's true. Why put a needle in your arm and you can just set that shit on your palm? True, true, but I got I got something for this motherfucker. Right. Just give me a minute. I got you. A medical toxicologist and emergency physician at John Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore. He also is an expert on the subject of fentanyl exposure. So he's an expert, but this is what I would like to ask Mr. Andrew Stahlbach is fentanyl is super concentrated. You only need the the size of a needle or a toothpick to overdose on it. So what if these cops are touching like a pound of this? Isn't that like. Maybe think about it just because it's on your skin doesn't mean it's going right to your blood. True. You know what I'm saying? I mean, true. All the stuff that we're exposed to in this world, if we absorbed it through our hands, we'd probably be dead. I mean, you're touching oils, paints, everything. True. I'm sure you absorb a little bit. True. That's all maybe you need is a little bit of fentanyl, and you fucking overdose. It doesn't have to go to your blood somehow? I would think so. And I don't think a toxicologist knows more than me, but I'm just... I doubt it. No. Fucking doubt it. You're probably right, especially when it comes to math. Right, yeah. But... Geography. On the real, um, another thing is fentanyl is artificial, so somebody has to make it. So what if they're making it, and they're not, like, the bags are all full of fentanyl chemicals and shit? What if if they're making this fentanyl, but they're not... You know, they're not being so clean or so cool about it. I picture little Asian naked ladies making it. Making fentanyl? Yeah. (laughs) Why the fuck? Why Asian ladies? I have no idea. That's what I'm picturing. I just imagine how funny they sound when they say fentanyl. (laughs) Shoot it out, man. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Ooh, fentanyl. Uh, yeah. So, do you 
you think this is real shit? <laughs> you think these cops are real, or you think these cops are? I, I mean, they're trying to. It's support, all across the whole country. I think they're just trying to make it look like. I mean, fentanyl is bad. Don't get me wrong. That yeah. shit should shouldn't be out. But they're trying to like, you know, their own job security. Make it look more dangerous. Yeah. Like even touching that shit yeah. made me almost overdose, dog. I looked at that shit now. We need some fucking. We need hazard pay. Damn. I need to make more money. I, I don't looked, know. I looked at that shit and I OD'd, man. I know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid that's 50 times stronger than heroin. That just blows my mind. And up to 100 times more potent than morphine. Fentanyl comes in many varieties or analogs. Um, Carfentanil, which is intended for, that is an elephant tranquilizer. Damn, and that's 100 times stronger than fentanyl. Holy shit. How do you even measure that shit? How do you dose that? Mike, they do micrograms or whatever, microliters. They do it in the smallest measurements. Huh. That's fucked up. It is. OD off little dust size. Confusion on this matter is still, you know, I'm still, I'm confused because you have all these cops saying they're, Overdose, and I can't say they're lying, though. I can't say all these cops are just lying. I mean, the one in Houston that lied about the raid, about the drugs in the you know the Houston raids, uh, that's a cop I don't believe, but not all. Not all. I mean, cops all across the country. If you look at every report that has a cop saying that he OD'd, most of the time the, the physician checking them saying, how? You can't. But how, but here's another question. If I'm ODing, am I just going to like come up to you and be like, dude, I'm ODing. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I see an OD and I don't know, and I'm not trying to make, I'm not trying to make fun of people that have ODs, man. It's a terrible thing. But I don't know if you can just be like, I OD. I'm ODing right now. I feel funny. I mean, maybe they're just getting high. Maybe they're cops. They never got high before. They don't know what it feels like. And just a little bit. They're just getting a little bit high. And they're like just that like, day I took them edibles. Yeah. And I was dying. Yeah. And, yeah. You, were, and you were Googling ways was, to not yeah. get high. I did figure out ibuprofen, though. Brings your high down? Yeah. Did you do it? No, because I just found out about it. It was a little bit late. Oh. Well, you're going to try it again then? Not as much. What exactly did you do again? I forgot. It was like two or three grains sized rice. Not much. Three rice sized grains of 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 what of of a oh of RSO. Yes, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, a lightweight man. That's okay, man. RSO gets everybody, bro. It just took took so long to even kick in. Like way too long. Mm. Like any longer, I would have probably took more and be like, man, this shit's bunk. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad you didn't too, man. I would have been calling you crying. That's all right. I would let you do it. I'd be like, dude, I'm ODing. Hey, dude. Um, 
we got the next story coming up. Yeah. It's called JF P-TAC Science Books. It sounds kind of fucked up. It looks fucked up. I don't even know how I found this. I was just going down the internet wormhole one night. And, you like uh, those wormholes? Mm-hmm. Especially at night. Mm-hmm. The Daily Addict, Feeding Drug Addictions in 1937. So what this is, this is an old log from the hospitals. back, Like back in the day when you're an addict, you would go, instead of going to prison and punishing you, they would take you to a hospital and they would wean you off the drug. They would give you the drug that you need and just like wean you off it and help you out. You know what I mean? That'd be the right thing to do. Unless you're in, unless you're in pain. Unless you're like a lot of these guys came back from the war. They're missing, you know, limbs and things like that. So they lived in constant pain. So if you lived in constant pain, they would just support your habit. And uh, it's very interesting um, when you read about this. The, uh, it, this is a list of personal daily cost of antique drug use. Antique. Yeah, all these drugs have been around forever. That's what people, except for fentanyl and all these uh, synthetic ones, but heroin and um, cannabis and morphine and cocaine. cocaine, they've all been around. So if you look at this, it says the kind and amount of drugs consumed by 43 addicts um, at the Detroit House of Correction. Okay. So they had um, patient number one. And they were examined, and they and they were given uh, different doses of heroin every day. Patients one through eight, and one patient is a uh, four dollars to five dollars. And what's the most expensive patient there? Daily heroin use, probably that one. Four to five dollars of heroin a day. I wonder how much that was back then. I don't know. It's probably cheap because they were buying it. They were actually producing it and buying it. That would be interesting to find out, man, if the government used to actually buy the heroin and opium from the same Afghani farmers that are selling, supplying the illegal market now, like we've really been in cahoots with them like this whole time over drugs. It's possible. What if the whole war was really over drugs? It probably is in a way. It's either drugs or religion. One of the two. Two things that they really don't have no right telling you what to do, in my opinion. Right. So here's some prices back in the day. Okay. And then we'll tell you what the. Uh... We'll tell you what the prices of some of these drugs were. Okay. So back in 1937. Um, a car was 675 bucks. Damn, can I get one of those now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You sure can. You can get an 81 Chevette. Still a good price. Um, so if we look at this, um, the expenses in 1937 were about 130th of what the family income was in 2012 so a $5 heroin hit would be something like $150 today wow 
So somebody's doing a hundred. So if they're doing five dollars, doing one hundred and fifty dollars today. Um, that's cheap. So they're saying that the um, there's the author of of these of this book. I guess there's a book about antique drugs and wages. What is it called? Yeah, that's what it is. The Daily Addict, Feeding the Drug Addiction in 1937. That's the name of the book. Sorry, I was confused on that. But the author does some crazy work trying to, he's trying to show the impact on the U.S. economy that heroin addicts or or, uh, any, any of these addicts here stole from retail from retail stores. So he's saying that drug addicts stole about 3% of total retail sales in the U S that's a bigger number in today's economy. That's 33 billion. How do they figure? I don't know. Maybe they're talking about the cost of drugs themselves like the actual uh, cost of prescription drugs but back in 1937 gas was 20 cents a gallon a house was $6,600 you know I'm sure it wasn't a big immaculate house bread was 9 cents a loaf well, back then you could buy houses right out of the Sears magazine right you could buy cocaine out of there too you can buy a syringe of cocaine out That's of the true. Sears magazine. That's true. Sears, and the house. Sears should bring that shit back. Dude, that would be fucking booming. They wouldn't be closing Sears Robux, dude. You know, I, I looked at it. There's still a couple of Sears houses around here. So they were good houses. Yeah. Hmm. They were nice, too, man. If you ever get a chance, look at the, uh, the old look bo- at the brochure. The old, yeah, the old brochures. All different styles, man. All different sizes, styles, looks. Houses cost a lot now, though, dude. Yeah, I know. Still have to fucking figure out a way. Okay. If you build houses out of hemp, probably be a lot cheaper. Fuck yeah. It'd be a probably lot cheaper. Probably last a lot longer, too. Oh, yeah. A lot cheaper. Dude, you could probably build one and, you know. You we can- should make a fucking Patreon to build one house out of hemp and donate it to a vet. Dude, the problem with that, let me tell you what the problem with that is. What's the problem, dude? We're going to have to figure out a way that you can make a house out of hemp and it would make it would meet the code of that town. Because just like right now, I'm trying to look at a fucking pole barn. It can't be this big. It can't be that big. It's got to be behind the house. It's got to be here. It's got to be there. See? You try to build a house, they're going to say, that's not construction grade. Exactly. It's hemp. You can't regulate fucking hemp. That's true. Like, dude, this house is a plant. How are you going to tell me? True. Yeah, that was here before you, bitch. Look at the roots, bitch. Fox from the earth. (laughs) We love the earth. The earth. So, getting back to this shit. That's a good idea, dude. Why don't we make why don't we try to raise some money somehow for um for a hemp project? You can grow hemp in Michigan now. Yep. 
hemp's all over the place. People are still getting thrown in jail for it, unfortunately, but we're okay. We're in a state. Usually Michigan's cool when they pass laws. They don't. See, the, pr- the prison population is down too now, especially for uh, drug crimes. Oh, for marijuana, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, why would they? I want to know when they're going to exonerate the uh, cannabis Probably prisoners for, forever, that man. have records right now. I think that should have been one of the first things they did. Yeah. You'll see a real boost to the economy then. I'll bet you as soon as the feds, though, get off their high horse, then they'll start exonerating people. Well, the good the news about today, about the World Health Organization, right. that's better than the feds. That's the whole fucking world, man. Eventually, the feds got to come, come to the table. Yeah, but you know, us U.S. people, we always put our noses up and fuck the who. I don't think so, man. I think this is a new era. I think it's a new era. So morphine or heroin, you can get six to eight caps a day at 50 cents a piece. Marijuana cigarettes, four caps of morphine at 50 cents each daily. That was patient number 11. Like all these patients, dude. Look at this one patient. Patient 41. Cocaine, $5 per week. Fuck. Hell yeah. So you Any, times that anybody times, could afford that habit, then, dude. You had so many people, but they, you, a lot of these people use this for pain. You know, maybe they were at, addicted to it. I don't know. Get their book and read it. Let's get this book. It's called the Daily Addict. We should get it because it's named. Can we just get a podcast of it, or like a? I don't like to read, man. like an audio book. Yeah, I know you only read half articles and yeah, shit. I know. And then I like get all over them, and then I'm like. <laughs> Oh, shit. I should have read the whole thing. (laughs) I should have read the last paragraph. That's all right. She or he was a bitch anyways. That's all right. Um, I think we go to our last story, which is from 1011 now. And this is in... uh, Is it 10 or 11? It's 10 or 11. It's 1011. It's www.1011now. 1011 now. And uh, I'm not sure what state this is. Nebraska. Oh, it's, yeah, it's in Nebraska. It's called Colingen. Cleanse. Colon Cleanse. <laughs> Colon Cleanse, Nebraska. Nebraska is one of those states, man. They're getting busted with a lot of marijuana. I don't think it's legal there. And I think a lot of people drive through Nebraska to get from uh, one one side of the country to the other with a lot of pot. And I think with all the farm fields, man, there's probably people growing that shit all over. They should be. Fuck yeah. They should be. They could make hemp to build houses and cannabis for medicine. You know, I was just talking about that to somebody, man. They should, hemp should be used for everything, period. All this plastic and shit floating around. Yeah. If they use hemp, because I know uh, the uh, Henry Ford, they use paper straws now. Yeah. But they didn't like wax cold them or anything, so they like start falling apart right away. Yeah. They could use hemp straws. Yeah. I mean. Dude, we can grow hemp. You know somebody with an acre or two? No, but I mean, no. We can but even if grow. I did, how are we going to process that shit, man? Well. Step on it. Yeah, they did it back in the old days with wood and rope and shit. You a know, mule. Here's a fun fact. The Navy only uses hemp rope still because it's the strongest. They don't buy none of that fake-ass rope. No, that nylon. Yeah, and that's a fact still. Yeah. They only buy the hemp rope. Yeah, 
It's strong. It's naturally strong. I don't know. I think I think it should be a law. Any plastic packaging should have to be made out of hemp. I agree. I agree 100%. And that would, that would kick up all the, the hemp, you know, farmers. and. Well, we need to run that by Claudia. She knows how to get things um, made into bills and yeah. shit. Say, hey, we want to make these bills that they have to make a certain amount of product out of hemp. Didn't they used to print, print money in, on hemp or not? Yeah, there's lots of things they did with hemp, man. Oh, they built some cars. They built frames. a lot of shit with hemp, dude. I heard the first vibrator was made out of hemp. You still use that? <laughs> That's antique, dude. You shouldn't be using it. That's why people don't take us serious, man. We need but to we start being serious. we need to start being more serious. No, I don't think so. The people don't understand the power of positivity. Or seriousness. Or seriousness. Let's just be serious. All right, let's be serious. This last story. Serious. Serious. 1011now.com. Serious.com. Nebraska. Troopers find 368 pounds of marijuana during an I-80 traffic stop. Troopers found exactly that much. (laughs) 368 pounds of marijuana. too. And they arrested an Indiana man. Imagine that. He wasn't from Nebraska. Around 11.50 a.m. on Saturday, the trooper observed an eastbound Dodge Ram failing to stay in its lane. You should stay in your own lane. Dude, you should always stay in your own lane. And that's serious as fuck. That's so serious. During the traffic stop, the trooper detected the odor of marijuana. Dude, 368 pounds. Woo! Stink bug. Did that fly on you? I think so. Flew on me. Damn. Um, That bug's serious. Stink bugs are like pets for me. (laughs) They stay around all winter. They come crawling out at the most inopportune times. Like five years ago, man, stink bugs never came around. I know. Now all of a sudden they're everywhere. They're taking over. They're aliens. They're kind of scary looking too. They are. They look prehistoric. Dude, we could stuff those fuckers with drugs. Could you imagine a hundred billion stink bugs coming over the border? Full of cocaine. With little backpacks with cocaine in it. Badass. Dude. Stink bug backpacks. Dude. Well, they can fly. Yeah. Shit. And shit. You're right. Man. Too bad. We lost our calling. We could probably make those backpacks out of hemp. Probably. I got to ask you a question. What's up? If you were a drug cartel leader, and or I was, or anybody out there, any of you listening right now, Listen to this. This is a serious question. If you were the leader of an illegal organization that ran drugs, when you made a certain amount of millions of dollars, let's say, what would that number be? If you, if you, would it be 50 million? Would it be 20 million? Would you like 5 million? Like, oh, I'm good, dude. Like, 5 million. I'm going to open to get up out of the game. game. Yeah, Fuck, yeah, man. yeah. But you knew like you were turning like say you were doing ten million a month. 
I mean, to someone like me that don't, doesn't make that money one month, I'd be like, fuck, I'm out. But then you get greedy. Then you get greedy. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, what would really that, think about that. What would really, what would that number really be? And could you do it and then walk away without getting caught? I think you could do it without getting caught. If you I think there's lots. Long. I think there's a, more people that don't get caught than do get caught. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I do think you got to be smart about it, and you got to know when to like kind of chill, when you got to be aggressive, when you got to stop, when you got to whatever you know. See, the the secret is naked Asians. <laughs> That's for fentanyl. It's for any drug. That's dude. for fentanyl. <laughs> That's for any drug. Oh. Dude, we just lost our Asian audience. You know we got some people in Singapore. I know, but we love them. We love you, Singapore. And if you imitate us, please send it to us. Yes. Because we sound goofy as fuck. We do. Um, and the funny thing is we actually do this podcast naked just like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all right. It just makes it easier. The driver, back to the story now. <laughs> I forgot about this story. The driver, Bradley Wooten, 37, of Carmel, Indiana. You know, that name sounds familiar. Bradley Wooten? Did he get caught before? Oh. Maybe he did. Huh. Is Bradley Wooten. 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 Wooten tootin'. Um, he had... Well, this is what he got arrested for. More than one pound possession of a tent to deliver and no drug uh, tax stamp. What the fuck is that? You got to have a tax stamp, bro. You're going to sell drugs. You got to pay the tax, man. <laughs> so you go right down to the feds and be like, hey, I need one of them uh, drug stamps. You just say, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. That easy? Yeah. So I, uh, huh. And you say, well, if you're him, you say, I'm Bradley T. Wooten, and I'll need me one of them drug stamps. Let me ask you this. What's his middle name? Tyrone. (laughs) Bradley Tyrone Wooten. He looks concerned in this picture. He does, probably because he knows he didn't have his drug stamp. Dude, get your stamp. It's probably like one of them stamps when you go into the clubs and they put that X on your hand. Hell yeah. When you're when you're delivering that shit, you got to have that fucking X. What you do when you have 368 pounds of marijuana, exactly, in the back of your pickup, and the cop pulls you over the side of the road, you don't put your hands on the wheel. You don't you don't go for your insurance. You don't uh, you don't turn the key off. You jump out of the car and you show them both of your fucking back of your hands like an X. Yeah, and I got yeah. my tax. I got my tax stamps, bitch. I'm Bradley T. Wooten. I'm Bradley Tyrone Wooten. Stamped up. And this is a white dude. I don't know why I'm doing like a southern accent, like, but I know he's not even from the south. He's not. He's from Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> he's from the Midwest. But he has a southern name. And he looks like a normal guy, though. He looks like a very nice gentleman. Just forgot to get his stamp. That's all it was, man. They're pissed because he didn't have his fucking stamp. So 
that's a lesson learned to everybody that and really you can do this. Apparently, is if you're a drug dealer, you can still pay taxes. The IRS, the IRS isn't going to call the DEA if they're getting their money. Maybe they will. I don't know. That's um, that's a lot of interesting things to, to to think about, man. It is. What do you think? I think it's time to get out of here. All right. I mean, shit. Fade it in. Fuck it. This is for fucking Wooten. This is for Wooten. Tyrone. We want to thank everybody for tuning in to this podcast, drug cast, common sense cast. Word to the wise go get your fucking stamp. Go get your tax stamp. Don't be lazy. <laughs> <laughs>